Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever you get your podcast. It's me, Aaron, and uh, uh, I'm here by myself today on this episode, and um, I'll get into that a little later, but first, I'll go over some, you know, the normal stuff that we talk about on here, sports and all that stuff. Um, as you know, if you are a sports fan, uh, specifically a NFL slash football fan, you would know that the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, led by Joe Burrow and the Los Angeles Rams led by Matt Stafford and Odell and, uh, another um, more key names will be playing in the Super Bowl in two Sundays times. I'm not two Sundays time. I'm not exactly sure what the date of that is, but uh, that is the Super Bowl matchup for 2022 or the 2021 slash 2022 season. And, uh, you know, um, the Cincinnati Bengals, they, they surprised a lot of people in the, uh, including me. I'm a fan of Joe Burrow myself. Let's see here. I'm going to go to the stats real quick on it. So let's see here. So the wild card, uh, the wild card games, they had, you know, they had the Raiders. They beat them 26, 19. Um, and the Rams beat the Cardinals, which, uh, I think a lot of people saw coming, but the Cardinals had a great season. And then you move on, and I know I'm talking about stuff that's weeks old, but we never got a chance to cover it on the podcast, so I'm covering it now. And I'm not talking about any other teams because they obviously didn't make it, but like I said, the Rams beat the Cardinals, and I don't think a lot of people were surprised by that, but the Cardinals had a great season. They're they're a great team, Um, but the Rams got by them. The Bengals had the Raiders, 26-19, no surprise there. And you move on to the divisional round where the Bengals got matched up with the Tennessee Titans and the Rams got matched up with the defending Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady. Um, the uh, Rams beat the Buccaneers. I remember watching that game. I was actually eating at a uh, local place in Sherman called City Limits with some other people. And the the whole game, the Rams were, uh, for lack of a better terms, spanking them cheeks for the, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh and it was 27 to three, basically the entire game. And, uh, just like in Tom Brady fashion, he led them to a comeback and ended up going to, you know, they tied it 27, 27, uh, and the Rams hit, kicked a game winning field goal. And, uh, then the Bengals, they had, they got matched up with the Tennessee Titans, which is another great team. And everyone thought for sure, because Derrick Henry was making his return that game, that they would be, you know, the Titans would win that matchup, especially having Derrick Henry back in the lineup. He would make a difference. But uh, just like every other game in the divisional round, uh, it was a last game, the last minute game winning field goal. Um, the 49ers beat the Packers that way, and the Bills, uh, the Chiefs beat the Bills that way. So, you know, it's uh, the way the divisional round uh, set up was pretty crazy. And you move on to this past Sunday. Uh, you had, uh, the Bengals played the chiefs, uh, Patrick Mahomes and them boys. And you had the Rams play the 49ers, uh, the 49ers, they, you know, they got past the Cowboys and no one saw that coming. And then they got past green Bay, which 
the people that didn't see the Cowboys win coming, no one thought in any shadow of a doubt that the they would get past the Packers, but they did. Uh, so you had the Bengals and Chiefs, and the Chiefs actually were up 21-3, to and then they were up 21-11 to for most of the game until late in the third quarter, and the Bengals mounted a comeback and won on a game-winning field goal. Then you move on to the Rams game. The Rams game was pretty back and forth the whole game. Uh, in a, they won by three. They won twenty to seventeen. So game, you know, another field goal win, field goal, field goal point margin win. Um, so now you have the Bengals and the Rams matched up for the Super Bowl, and I don't know the betting odds just yet. If I had had to guess, I could look it up right now, but I my phone's about to die. Um, the Rams most likely, I'm pretty sure I'm almost positive that they're the favorite and the Bengals, uh, I don't think they will be a crazy underdog, but they will be a, a decently marginalized underdog in that, in that Super Bowl matchup. I'm not a Rams fan. I'm also not a Bengals fan, but I am a fan of Joe Burrow. I'm a fan of Matt, Matthew Stafford as well. I think Matthew Stafford has paid his dues in the league and I, th- you know, he deserves a championship. Um, Odell's on that team. He's you know, finally getting some shine in the playoffs. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, I'm not a Odell fan, but Odell's a, he's a talented wide receiver. He's a talented wide out. Um, but I think my fandom for Joe Burrow, AKA Joe Burr, AKA Joe Shiesty, I think my likeness or likingness of Joe Burrow outweighs my, likeness for Matthew Stafford and uh, Stafford and Odell. So, um, if I had to give a prediction, my prediction is that the Bengals win 27 to 24. That's my prediction. Now don't hold me accountable for that. I mean, for the people that listen to this, I'm pretty good at making my bets. I, I'm almost positive in all the bets I ever made against Kyler, I always won. That goes for any sport, you know, Super Bowl a couple years ago, fights, all the Jake Paul fights I've called. Um, so I'm pretty good when it comes to calling things. So maybe take my word for it. If you want to put some money on it and you lose 100 bucks, don't message me because I'm not going to reimburse you. But um I'm personally not going to bet on the Rams. I will be betting some money on the Bengals because I want them to win. I think they can win, and I really want Joe Burrow to get a chip in his second year, a.k.a. Joe Burr. Um, But speaking of betting, um, as you know, and if you don't know, uh, sports betting is legal in the United States now through all 50 states. Uh, the only problem with that is Texas still isn't a, a gambling state. Like technically you can sports gamble and, uh, you know, Oklahoma's right above me and, uh, on the map and you can go to, you know, you can go to Oklahoma and bet on, they have casinos and all that stuff. You can bet there. But as far as sports betting goes, uh, you really only have, you know, a couple of handful of apps that allow you to bet on sports in Texas. Um, FanDuel is a big popular one, but you can't use it in Texas. Neither, uh, you can't use DraftKings either, but there's an app called underdog, not sponsored by underdog, but Hey, any underdog, uh, CEOs or head honchos hear this, uh, hit me up, uh, underdog. It's an app where you can bet on sports of any kind, most likely. 
and win you some money. Um, so today, the day I'm recording this is the 31st of January. Um, and I'm just going to go open up that app real quick. So I didn't, obviously I wasn't, you can't bet on any NFL things yet, NFL games yet. Uh, can't bet on the Super Bowl yet, but I'm a big fan of basketball. I know basketball very well. Let's see here. So on this underdog app, they have a section called pick them. And basically it's a, like a parlay. It's, uh, you choose. So for example, I'll choose, I'll do this one. So I, I did a five pick parlay for the NBA games tonight and you can select which players it's all player based. So I bet, uh, $5, it's a $5 parlay, five pick parlay. I put $20 on it and the turnout would have been $400. That's the turnaround. So I bet Jason Tatum for over 26 and a half points. So anything over 20, anything over 27 or 27 itself would have hit, I had John Morant over 26 and a half points. I had Steph Curry under 37 and a half points accounted for rebounds and assists. So basically how many he accounted for, I had him accounting for as a, as a whole, him scoring his assists and rebounds that led to scores under 37 and a half points. And I have clay, I had clay Thompson at 16 and a half points. Uh, over 16 and a half points, sorry. And I had Jalen Brown scoring over 24 and a half points. So basically the way the parlay, a parlay works is you make your picks. And if you hit on all five picks or however many picks you, you, you know, you bet on, if you hit all of them, you win the money. If you hit on four of them or three of them, or you don't win anything, you have to hit on all five. So the games tonight, the Celtics played the heat. And I thought that was a pretty good matchup. I thought that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown would have to, you know, put in some effort, put in some work, some points up on the board to beat the Heat. Uh, my bet on Jalen Brown getting over 24 and a half points, he had 29. So I hit on that, but it ended up being a blowout. So they didn't play him and Jason Tatum didn't have to play the fourth quarter, which sucked for me because yeah, Jalen Brown hit his 29 points. So over 24 and a half for me, but Jason Tatum only had 20 points. So it didn't hit. So it threw my chances out the window, but John Morant, I had him over 26 and a half. He had 37 clay. I had him over 16 and a half. He had 14. So I was close. And I know none of this matters because I didn't hit on any of them or on three out of five of them. But, you know, just if uh, you, anyone who's listening to this wants to play some bets on underdog, uh, use my code. We both get like a free 15, uh, 15 bucks to bet on stuff. So there you go. And then they have another thing that you can do, which is um, it's a draft. So a lot like in a, it's very similar to a fantasy draft in the way that, you're in a group of people that have teams. And so like, for instance, if you do a fantasy draft of the NBA with your friends, if you have five friends, you have five friends, you get onto a fantasy draft website and it randomizes, or you pick the order that you're going to draft in. And you have, you know, a serpentine draft, which would be if I have first Kyler had second, Keyshawn had third and TJ had fourth then I would have fifth and it would go in order. So it'd go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. It would go in, you know, it would relapse at the end of every single person's turn. 
Then you have an option for a snake draft, which is if you have five people, it would go one, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four, five. So ideally you would want to be towards the middle. You would want to be towards the middle of that group, middle end of that, of the, the, of a snake draft, uh, depending on how many people you have. Well, unfortunately, no, not actually not. Unfortunately, I got third in a group of six teams. So I went one, two, three, four, five, six, six, five, four, three. So wasn't too bad. I was sort of in the middle of the, of the pack. And, uh, instead of for a whole season, uh, on my bets, my, uh, my bet, it's a $5 entry fee. My bet only lasts for a week. So it'll go from Monday to Monday and it works the same way that anything else, you know, really works. Um, I, you draft six people, and if they get every point they score, they get one point to your fantasy. Every rebound is a point five, one point five. Every steal is three. Every block is three. Every assist is one point five. Uh, every turnover is minus one. And your goal is to pick the correct players that it will accumulate the most points out of every team that you're playing that you're up against in that week of uh, of playing. So. I did a $5 entry free entry fee and the turnout for that is absolutely crazy uh, because there's so many people in it. The payout on it, if you come in first place, if you have the first, you know, the most amount of points, you get $3,000. Second gets $1,500, third gets $1,000, and it goes down by a couple hundred dollars all the way to very last place and they very last place wins $6. So no matter what, even if I come in last, I'll still win a dollar. I'll get my money back on it. So it's not a big deal. Uh, it's something, you know, it's fun. Add some excitement to your Monday, to your weekday nights, just to check your points. But the team I drafted today um, is pretty solid, especially today uh, with uh, the way I drafted. I got Ja Morant, who's been playing out of his mind. Jalen Brown, who played great tonight. Tyler Hero, uh he can go out and give me some high points. Andrew Wiggins has been playing really well this season. Uh, he's also, you know, he's an all-star starter this year. So maybe this week we'll, uh, he'll solidify that and show us why he's an all-star starter. Clay Thompson, um, I got him, you know, I think I got him like 36 pick, pick 27. So I had to take Clay. Clay Thompson is one person in the league that you never know when he's going to go for 50. So who knows? And because of my – I. My last pick, most of everyone that would get me a lot of points was gone. So I sort of picked uh, picked based off of how, you know, my likeness towards the person, how much I like him. And also, you never, he's another person you never know could go out and give you 30. And if he gives, uh, I chose Kemba Walker. I know he, he doesn't play much right now being on the Knicks, but you never know. He might pop in and give me a triple-double with zero turnovers. If that happens, I'll be cashing out like crazy. Um, so, yeah, go to if you, uh, if you don't mind spending, you know, 20 bucks, hop on, hop on underdog and place you some sports bets. You never know what, you never know what could happen. Um, I would personally only, you know, do the pick'ems. The pick'ems are, you know, you never know what's going to happen with those. So, why not? It wouldn't hurt. Um, but don't do it if you're hurting for money. That's not a smart idea. It's not a smart idea at all, actually. But 
that's all in the you know the realm of sports that I wanted to cover. Um, so like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm doing this episode by myself, and uh, I said that I would get into it later. Well, it's later now. So if you uh, if you're a returning listener and you heard our episode on Friday, sorry I dropped something if I sounded funny. If you're a returning listener and you heard our episode on Friday, specifically the ending of it, or if you just didn't even listen to it and you saw the title, um, you know where I'm going with this. I wanted to do this episode by myself so I could get to this part. Um, As you know, Kyler is no longer a part of the podcast um, due to, you know, like he said in that episode, and if you didn't hear it, I'll sort of reiterate reiterate what he said. Um, He has kids. And, uh, having kids is demanding and he also works three jobs and two of the job, well, one of the jobs requires him to be gone for prolonged periods of time. And that's not an issue actually, cause he's done it before and we, we made do with it. Um, the issue came between me and Kyler and it's, you know, like you said, and I also 100% agree, there's no animosity, there's no disdain, there's no dislike for one another. We're still great friends and still will continue to be great friends. Um, but under the circumstances that he's in right now, having three children, working those jobs, he isn't able to take the time out of his day to record the podcast it's not that it's not possible but it would just uh you know it's just that'd be a lot so me and kyler came to the conclusion that moving forward that he would no longer be a part of the podcast um when he's in town and he's able to he'll be in the guest chair and he'll be a guest on, but, uh, for the foreseeable future, Kyler is no longer the co-host of the podcast. And, you know, Kyler went into mother stu- into some other stuff and, you know, I let him talk because that was his moment. And I wanted to use this episode by myself to sort of reiterate what he said and sort of say my, say some things of my own and, uh, hope Kyler listens to this. Um, so this is the first episode with Kyler, me knowing that Kyler isn't going to be returning, and it's a little strange um, knowing that because, you know, when I, you know, two years ago when I quit my job at Starbucks, I didn't plan, you know, I didn't plan on making a podcast, The my whole reason of leaving Starbucks was to just bet them, you know, take all the chips and put them in, you know, push them towards the middle of the table on myself saying I can make my video slash photo job, my full-time job. I can take that to another level and be extremely successful in that. And for the most part that year, it wore, it was working and obviously 2020 happened in the COVID pandemic and people stopped getting married and weren't allowed to do that. You weren't allowed to be in groups and all that stuff. So that slowed it down quite a bit, almost, I mean, basically to a halt. And it's been like, been that way 
for the better part of a year and a half now. You know, it's, it's 2022, and, you know, some places still have COVID restrictions. Luckily, I live in Texas, and they don't give a fuck about no damn rules, but no COVID rules. So it's starting to pick back up, and I'm starting to feel like I can put my, my focus into that. But at the same time, you know, that's what I quit Starbucks to do that. And, you know, we've talked about this many times on the early on on the podcast, like earlier episodes. But years ago, you know, three, four years ago, I me and Kyler thought of the idea to start a, to start a podcast. And we made a couple episodes, but we were at different points in our life. And it's not a bad thing. Everyone has a party phase. And I was out of that and Kyler was in it. And it just didn't work out. You know, it fizzled out. Me and Kyler didn't speak to each other for a prolonged period of time, you know, three, four months. And, you know, fast track to two years ago, I quit Starbucks, started doing video, uh, photography, pictures, videography, whatever you want to call it. And it hit me to maybe now I have the time to do it. And I couldn't think of anyone better to do it with than Kyler. And, you know, I've known Kyler since I was 13 years old. I'm a couple, you know, me and him have known each other for a better, you know, the better part of 13 years. And at this point, he's not even like a friend of mine. He's like, he's my, you know, he's a brother to me. So I couldn't think of anyone better to do it with. And, you know, we talked about it, thought of a name, all that stuff, and we sat down in his dad's garage and we started it. And we didn't know how people were going to receive it. We didn't know where it would go. We didn't know how it would work out, if the episode would be good, if it would be terrible, if we had no chemistry. We didn't know any of that. We just knew that we were two people that got along extremely well and will always get along extremely well are two very opinionated people, have great conversation skills, and love the the side of the world of like entertainment, you know, videos, skits, podcasts, music, movies, all that stuff. Anything that involves a camera and a microphone, me and Kyler both thoroughly enjoy. And we recorded our first episode in that garage on two sets of Apple headphones into the voice memo thing on our phone. And we put it out and, you know, the the rest is you know, still to be written, but as the saying goes, the rest is history. Now we're 231 episodes in and we have a fan base. We have a fan base that listens to our podcast every week. We got fan bases that, you know, we have a fan base that reaches out to us about merchandise, which I'll get to that later. Um, we have, you know, Kyler's been places, you know, he's said it on the podcast before he's been to, you know, restaurants or Chipotle or whatever the case may be around town. And someone walks up to him and says, Hey, are you Kyler from the night and normal podcast? You know, we listen to it on the way to school. Same for me. You know, I wear my, my, our own merch out all the time and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not an arrogant, you know, arrogant person, but I'm proud of what me and Kyler were able to accomplish while we were recorded together. And it was, you know, it's cool for us to have that fan base and it sort of sucks. It doesn't sort of suck, but it sucks that Kyler can't do it anymore. 
And hopefully, you know, one day, like Kyler said, that whoever I decide to bring onto the podcast as a co-host, we can take it to a new level to where Kyler maybe someday can come back as a co-host and be, you know, three people on. Um, but you know, you never know. Uh, it sucks, but it's a part of life. And I would just, you know, I just wanted to say all that to, and I know Kyler's probably going to listen to this. I'm pretty sure when this episode comes out, he'll be on his way to a job somewhere out of state for a couple of weeks. So I imagine he'll listen to it on his drive out. So if Kyler, if you're listening, I just want to say thank you very much. Uh, couldn't have been a better co-host. It, uh, you know, for the better part of 200 episodes, me and your banter back and forth was, is what made, you know, makes the show or makes the podcast, makes the podcast entertainment and have a market value, uh, gives it listenability. And it, you know, I want to say that you're, a a bigger reason than I am why people stick around to listen. So thank you, uh, for being a great co-host. I mean, I really can't sum it up any better than that. And, uh, as far as who's going to be the next co-host, I have some names in mind. Uh, hopefully by the Friday episode, I'll have a better idea, and if not, uh, I'll definitely have one here in the next, you know, two, three episodes, 100%. I just got to cycle through the names. You got to talk to them, obviously. Uh, Podcasting isn't as easy as people make it out to be um, or think it is. It's not just sitting down and just, you know, talking to somebody for an hour. It's not that at all. It's There's a lot of thought that goes into it. And I'm just not, I'm not talking about the editing side and uploading side. I'm talking about purely content. There's a lot that goes into it. Not being nervous and all that stuff. You just got to find the right person. And Kyler couldn't have been the more right person. Uh, so, but at the same time, with all that being said, I'm also excited for it's not in a bad way. I'm actually excited for Kyler to be gone. And of course I would, you know, I want Kyler here every single episode. And I know that's not possible now, but at the same time, I'm sort of excited to, for the challenge of, you know, putting it all on my back and seeing what I do with it. And, and I'm not saying that from a selfish point of view. I'm just saying I like the challenge. I I look forward to the work that it's going to take to make it possible. So with that being said, I know this is a short episode. Um, I'll wrap it up by saying uh, this episode comes out on February 1st. Uh, We have, or I guess for right now, I have this podcast has Valentine's Day merchandise uh, available today all the way until February 14th. So two weeks, two full weeks of Night Your Normal Podcast Valentine's Day merchandise. Uh, it's called the Heartbreak Collection. 
Got hoodies, sweaters, long sleeve t-shirts. Uh, if you want a t-shirt, we can get you one. I don't know why you would want one. It's cold. Uh, but we have hoodies, sweaters, and long sleeve t-shirts on deck, ready to be sold. If you want one, hit me up on Instagram at iFilmAaron or message the podcast on Instagram, which is not your normal podcast. You can hit me up on Snapchat as well at AaronCross15, A-A-R-O-N-C-R-O-S-S-1-5. Um, yeah, do that. If you see me in person and you want something, most likely I'll have it in the car. If you got cash on deck or you got cash app or Venmo or whatever the case may be, whatever you use to pay for things, I'll be able to take payment. Um, we got t-shirts. I'm gonna do t-shirts. If you want one, if you're a psychopath in the middle of the winter and you want a t-shirt, it's $10. If you want a long sleeve t-shirt, it's $15. Sweaters are also $15 and hoodies are $20. Very cheap. You know, you can't even go to the store to Walmart and get a hoodie for $20 going cheap. You know, uh, would love for people to to buy the Heartbreak Collection. Looking forward to doing another holiday collection in the near future for podcast merch. We'll see how this Heartbreak Collection goes. I've made some early sales already. And if uh, you've seen somebody walking around town with it, ask them where they get it, where they got it from. And then they'll tell you. Then you hit me up. You give me some money. I'll give you a hoodie. And the cycle continues. It's like the circle of life. And uh, with all that being said, I will see you on Friday, Night Your Normal Podcast, Valentine's Day, Heartbreak Collection merch now available. And after all that, I can't believe I did a 30-minute podcast by myself. And I guess there's only three words to say, or more than three words. Um there's only one, you know, sentence left to say, which is thank you for everything you did, Kyler. Hope you enjoy your trip on your job. And thank you. 100% thank you for being the best co-host I could have for 200 plus episodes. Hopefully one day you'll be back. <laughs>